Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to do the Facebook Live. We're going to do the audio recording simultaneously. I can't believe we're in your driveway. Where am I driving? I can't believe we're in your driveway. Uh, it is Carcone Carne, uh, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Boost Mobile. Everything I do is on my phone. Everything we all do is on our phones. And I'm so glad I'm on Boost Mobile's unlimited plan, unlimited talks, talk text and data i love it my whole family's on boost mobile you can go to any of their locations or you know i got my phone i got my samsung galaxy s9 phone from boostmobile.com why don't you do the same it's car con carne let's eat in the car it's car con carne and now here's the star of our show I'm in the driveway of DZ Records HQ. There's Ben Marguelis. I said that right, right? Ben Arguelis. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to say that right. It's okay. I'm in your driveway in Palos. We're outside your home where inside is a home studio. Mm-hmm. And in the backyard, one of the main reasons I, I wanted to talk to, to talk to you today, you have the DZ Fest in mm-hmm. your backyard. Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate DIY. If you're tired of Lollapalooza and tired of Riot Fest, DZ Fest in your backyard, you have, is it 500 local bands playing? I'm exaggerating, but... <laughs> it's uh, 40, but... Um, it seems like a lot. It's it's definitely a lot, and they're not all local. It's grown to where there's local, there's Chicago, there's Wisconsin, we have Milwaukee, Detroit, Indianapolis, Texas... Uh, L.A., New York, from all over the country at this point, yeah. And you're comfortable, clearly, uh, letting strangers, bands, etc., know where you live as you put this on? Uh, I've So <laughs> I won't talk much about my background with my, my upbringing, but my family have, has always been very inviting and warm to people from all over. And we've always had a – it's always been an open door. We've always had a revolving door policy, like – we didn't lock the door when I was growing up. People always yeah. just came over, my friends. So my whole life, I kind of grew up with, like, you know, being out, being outdoorsy, being outside, having people over, parties, all the family reunions and birthday parties and graduations. Even if they weren't for the kids, we still had it here because it's a big yard. So, like, it's, it's always been a bump. It's a huge yard. It's a huge yard. It's, a, it's an acre lot. And connected with the other acre lots, it feels even bigger, you know, because it's kind of open. And, you know, even the neighbors, neighbors have always been really cool with, like, yeah, play baseball if you go into our yard. We don't like no one really cares. It's yeah. a very old school kind of South Side Chicago this is, area. You yeah, know? but this is community. This is something you know. I I got to be honest. I don't really know my neighbors, and it's something that drives me crazy. So when I hear you talk about that, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I've I, known I've known them lost. for a long time. My neighbors, you know, used to watch when I was a baby, and I've known all of them. A lot of them, I talked to them and waved to them, and. You know, it's a, it's a lost practice that sense of neighborhood and community yeah. and knowing you know whose kids are where and that mm-hmm. that whole thing. I, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess the next question is, the neighbors don't mind when you have forty bands play over the course of a weekend because <laughs> you've got I mean you've got a stage you're going to be yeah two, up. two stages two days forty bands, uh, thirty artists selling their and presenting their artwork, um, fifty volunteers and thousands this of attendees. This is nuts. It is a little nuts. Uh, I, I've grown into it because like, it's slowly started. <laughs> Wait, Pat Gleason says it's a Southside thing. <laughs> sure is. It started off really slow, so it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it slowly grew into. It wasn't just like one day we did this, right? Um, 
And the neighbors have always had a fun time with it because everyone's got kids. And it's a very family-oriented event. A lot of kids Well, that was come. my next question. I mean, is it cool? Like, yeah. Literally all ages? It's all ages. I'd say, it, like, during the evening when, when people start coming on, you know, after work and it, the crowd gets a little bit more mature, uh-huh. I would recommend, you know, if you have underage kids, maybe they start leaving. Not because of anything too inappropriate, but it just gets a little... It's, it's, it's a concert. It gets yeah. a little, like, there's adults... Saying whatever, swearing, and the bands get a little bit crazier. A little salty? Yeah, just more mature, but it's nothing really inappropriate, I don't think. I just would recommend, I don't think kids should be here that late. But it's definitely, because it starts so early, it starts at noon. So Which for a good so cool. seven hours, you're, anybody who feels older or too young, they're totally, totally fine and comfortable being here. I want to say hi to Steve from Chicago Harley Davidson and Glenview for watching. Hi, hi to Steve. Radio hero, uh, Kara Caravu, who's watching as well. Now, the plan for tonight, this is Carcon Carne, and we eat uh, as we record. The plan was to go to Pepo's, which is an institution out here. Yeah, it's like, a classic I, sub place. When I reach out to you, you're like, oh, yeah, we should go there. Oh, yeah. Whenever I go visit my parents in Warsaw, Indiana, my mom always says, like, can you bring Pepo's? Because she grew up here, too, and they live two hours away, so she always so now, wants it. I've never been, and we're not eating at Pepo's because <laughs> I wanted to see everything you have going on here. Uh-huh. So I actually brought the food to you. Yeah, thank so, you, by the way. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> And, wait, okay, there are two sandwiches in this bag. How heavy is that bag? It's pretty heavy. It's pretty <laughs> heavy. Uh, you, I mean, you have a go-to order. Like, you knew exactly what I you wanted. That one? W-L? Uh, um, I think I had the... This one's greasy, so I think it's pepperoni. I don't know. Hang on. This oh, they're both pepper- greasy. I had a cheesesteak thing. That might be oh, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. That's you. Okay. This is really heavy. All right, so I had the, I think it's like the Windy City cheesesteak. Um, <laughs> this is, yeah, is going to be a, a delight. You can Put probably this. see the grease. There it is. Oh, yeah. I never had that. Cheesesteak? Yeah. Oh, boy. This is going to be fun to eat. Uh, Doug Julin, also watching. Hello, Doug. So, as you know, having a beard and eating is not... not oh, I love it because you get to enjoy the food later. I mean, it's... <laughs> My friends don't like it. They get really mad at me because I eat fast and I have a okay, beard. Okay, look at this. Uh, hang on. I need to hold this up for our Facebook Live people. Um, it's just covered in... <laughs> The onions guts. and the guts. guts. That's the oh guts. yeah, that's, that's their thing. I saw the uh, that's the their staple is their guts. So it looks like there might be jardinera on here, or actually, because we're on the south side, I would say jardinera, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't pronounce it with the uh. Mm-hmm. Once you're south of Congress Parkway. All right, so you got the. I forgot. Tell me, it comes with uh, pastrami, but they didn't have pastrami, so they just loaded whatever you ordered up with uh, pepperoni. What is that? I'm asking you with food in your mouth. This is the pepperoni Italian. It's usually a toasted pastrami, pepperoni, mm-hmm. and provolone. My three favorites. Okay. I, I'm, I'm already spilling all it's over. It's a mess. Like, you really need to be mindful as you eat this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a bite and I'm going to ask you more questions, but I, I need to make my stomach's growling on mic. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to eat mm-hmm. with a mic. Camera, you welcome, got headphones on. Welcome to my world. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is, I love a good sub, and I think the idea of a good sub has been ruined by fast food. Oh, yeah, the idea of good food has been ruined by fast food. Fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. All right, so with DZ Fest, mm-hmm. when you first got the idea, mm-hmm. didn't you think, well, maybe I'm biting off more than I can chew, or how am I really going to pull this off? Um, and how many years ago was that? That was in 2012. Mm-hmm. was the first year. So this is our seventh annual one. 
It's so awesome. And before then, um, <clears throat> in 2007, so 11 years ago, I came up with the idea with a friend. And I was 17. I'm 28 now. And that was kind of a, a fun idea. And we tried it. We brought some gear out and we put it on the clubhouse in the back that's called the DZ. And that's kind of like the inspiration for everything. Kind of a place to go and be yourself and, and, and kind of do your own thing and build stuff. I always mm-hmm. like to build stuff. So we went back there. You, you built all the stage? Mm-hmm. You built everything, yeah. <laughs> so we went back there and we put like a drum kit on top of the DZ and a guitar amp. And I plugged it in. I got electrocuted. Or shocked, I guess you'd say. Because I didn't know what I was doing, and I was plugging in something into an ungrounded, you know, 300-foot, 16-gauge extension cord. Really bad idea to do that with a guitar amp. This is how we learn. And that's when it started, that, that um, inspired curiosity of, like, okay, how do I do this? And years and years of, like, always talking, like, one day we'll have a DZ fast one. Because I used, now that's back when I, like, first went to La Palooza and Pitchfork. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so cool. But, like... It's different. It's more corporate feeling, you know, mm-hmm. in every way, shape, and form. Um, and they're both great events, and I've always enjoyed them. But it's a different type of thing. So, um, over I, the, I have grease all over my shirt right now. <laughs> it's a messy, it's a messy meal. And um, over the years, I would I collected music equipment, mm-hmm. you know, played in bands, and got familiar with that, and was inspired by. You know other bands and their equipment and before i knew it i had all this stuff and i was like you know what let's just have our own fest i've always i, I wanted to be a carpenter when i was a child so i always like to build stuff and i was like let's just build the stage you know get some extension cores when my mom and dad are out of town let's just do it <laughs> this is totally diy and uh and it was bad like the first one you know this is 2012 finally had enough bands that i knew there's only seven bands that played they were all local from around mm-hmm. here just a couple of friends who helped out. We didn't have any shirts. We didn't have any food. We didn't have anything, really. Uh, I used some logs I cut down from a tree as the steps to get to the stage. That's amazing. Some way too high of wattage lamps for the stage. I kept flipping the circuit breaker. Um, just everything you're not supposed to do that I've learned. And it's it started from there, and it kept going. And that's the same year we started the podcast and started at DZ Records in 2010, so for two years I was kind of just collecting gear and pipe dreaming, mm-hmm. and then it kind of, the 2012 was like the turning point when I was like, okay, let's, I'll start buying cameras and we'll start doing sessions, and then I started kind of combining them all with the with the fest growing, you know? Right. Started filming it, and started new, getting to know more bands by doing the Yeah, session. people can check out the videos from... Yeah, on YouTube there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of videos on the, the DZ Records mm-hmm. YouTube channel you can check out. Oh my god. Good sub. People are watching, and they're probably repulsed by me at this point. I have the paper under my chin just to catch all the detritus as I'm eating. This is a mess. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, Ryan says, give me whatever you're shoveling. I'm, I'm shoveling. I'm trying to I'm trying to eat quickly to keep up the conversation. It's a delicate balancing act, Ryan. Um because I want to be able to eat the food, but I have to keep the conversation going. It's very tricky. And by the time I get to recording the podcast, I'm always starving, too, which adds another layer of complexity. All right, so here we are. I guess I should jump ahead. If someone already has their curiosity peak, they've never been to DZ Fest, um, do they find out more by going to the Facebook page for DZ Fest? Yeah, so you can go on the DZ Fest Facebook page or the DZ Records one. Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of reasons, 
it's very um, discreet and not a lot of information's out there. Do you need like a password? No, it's just it's very vague. It's like, oh, this is a music fest held in DZ Re- or D- at DZ Records in Hickory Hills, Illinois, every fourth or every like July. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much all it has. For a lot of reasons, it's a private residence home mm-hmm. in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um, to keep it from getting out of hand from you know the city, the police, everyone mm-hmm. to, to protect my neighbors. There's a lot of things people don't think about. Well, they just like right the rise and fall of many DIY spots is. They just kind of go for it, mm-hmm. and they've and then some have come become very discreet where you only can really get into them if you know someone who knows like the secret address, you know. Right. But that's kind of like what they do in Chicago. Chicago is very strict with it because it's mm-hmm. as they should be. It's a very dangerous thing to be doing in those old buildings, you know. But this mm-hmm. is like, you know, the the backyard's not going to collapse. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. It's so, one acre. Yeah, it's one acre. Damn, yeah. this is great. It's a great property. So, you talked about starting. You talked about kind of finding your group. Mm-hmm. What are some of your better DZ Fest memories? Like, what, what band moments or what on-stage things or even off-stage things uh, kind of not only left a mark but inspired you to keep on doing this and think, okay, I'm on to something? Um, well, setting up is always a crazy time because it's become, around here for our friends, it's a very... Uh, a lot of friends and very old. Like, we've all been hanging out for 10, 15, 20, a very long time. So right. So we're all kind of like brothers and sisters. And it be kind of, kind of, everyone grows up and goes their separate ways, right? So it kind of has become like a holiday family reunion for everyone. So all I the, get that. Yeah. So everyone kind of like plans a vacation around. Everyone takes off work for a week before, during, and after. And we all meet up and everyone helps paint, set up plenty of artists and people involved it's that sounds like fun it's a lot of fun i always say it's a lot of fun everyone's like oh it's all this work i'm on vacation but i'm like guys this is fun like no no one else gets to do this so like we should have fun with it um that's always a great memory every it's it's extremely stressful and frustrating there's so many elements against us it's always an upward battle um weather being the number one absolutely uh issue always and i should say even though we're on mic and camera Watch that beard. <laughs> you like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> that happens all the it time. Looks a little mustardy. <laughs> I'm just talking with a bunch of mustard in my beard. Again, welcome to my world. All right, so it is a coming together for you and your friends. It's really become. Mm-hmm. Wait, Medi Rebel says not the usual tiny little Mazda. I promise you, this is a tiny little Mazda. <laughs> this, is, this is the Mazda three. It's very comfortable. Um, you're comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's talk about some of the bands who are playing this year. Okay. I, I have the list in front of me. Uh, 8-Bit Creeps. Mm-hmm. We adore them. I mean, it's just all all across. Bow and Spear, who I think are absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Bad Meow, returning. Mm-hmm. What a fun live band. They're headlining mm-hmm. the first night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to read names because you can't talk. Uh, Harvey Dentures, Terroir, Strawberry Jacuzzi. I mean, what a blast. The Roll Dolls. Harvey Fox, a lot of good bands. So when do you a start? A lot of good friends too. When do you start reaching out? When do you start booking? Oh man, I start. I mean, I always I have a separate file of bands I just kind of compile over the years that I just see and I'm like, that's they're amazing. Like, mm-hmm. But I usually start emailing bands in January. Um, I, I'd imagine you're at a point though where bands are talking to you like, hey, next year. Yeah, can- yeah. It it gets a little hectic. Um, a lot of bands. And because it's 
it's such a, a warm and DIY community. It's really challenging to balance that and mm-hmm. say yes to some, sure. maybe to others, no to others. It's it's yeah. very it's hard, and not everyone understands that about it. But um, yeah, started booking bands in January and artists around the same time. It it takes six months to finalize the bands, the artists, and the volunteers. You're doing this all yourself. Yeah. Is this all you do? This in the studio? Is this? So do this. I can't imagine you have time to do anything else. Well, I'm I'm going to be teaching in the fall at Illinois State University. I'll be commuting down there to teach in the arts technology department. Okay. (laughs) I just finished school, so I was doing school at the same time, and that was both. Your plate is full. Yeah, very full. I don't really do anything else. Um, It's kind of my life, but I really love it, and I've met some of the best people ever, the most talented people. The bands, it's just not even just the bands, but the people involved, like the artists that, excuse me, the artists that come through that help decorate, the artists that sell their artwork. Mm-hmm. It's something that I have people always overlook that it's like a music and arts festival too. But yeah, the bands, it's 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 so hard now because there's so many great bands. I, I can't fit for it. I was like, yeah. I can do a hundred, you know. Um, well, yeah. just as you have um, bands talking to you, like, hey. Are you looking for the trash bag? Yeah, I'm going to put it in here. Okay, let's, let's bust that out. <laughs> but as, as you have fans reaching out saying, hey, can we do this show? Yeah. Have you reached a point with this, with awareness or whatever, where anyone said to you, how would you like to relocate this? Has anyone wanted to co-opt this? Um, I, I feel like if it hasn't happened, it's coming. I've had I've had some people saying, that, oh, maybe we should try a venue. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear about a venue, or I, you might have to move it to like a park somewhere and have like do it all the the legal route. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like they'll just take away from me, and I kind of get bummed down. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, because even if I'm not special. selling out, it's just yeah. it, it's like like this. You know, we're, in, we're eating food in a car with microphones. If someone it has stickers all over it promoting and having like the name of it, what yeah. if someone's like, like when I, when you first came, out, I was like, oh, do we do this in the house? And you're like. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be in the car. But <laughs> if I was like, no, we have to now, she'd start to feel bad. You'd be like, but I do it. This is how I do it. Yeah, it fundamentally changes the thing that makes it interesting or yeah. cool or that yeah. that makes you passionate about it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I've this is my about dumb it. idea, and I'm gonna write it to the end. Yeah, this is your great <laughs> idea. No, you're. This is a great idea. I'm loving this. I'm like, this is this is so interesting. Hey, your roommates are looking <laughs> at me like I'm, I'm. That's funny. They they all knew about it because a lot of them are connected. To the the Facebook page, so they saw your messages. Okay, so they like are completely aware. Okay, um, good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I worry. I felt about like I was it. busting like an like some indie party walking. Oh in. no, yeah. the, the, we in order to have a party, it's got to be over about forty people. Otherwise, it's just a, it's just considered a hangout. It is just. Uh, we have too many events going on here. But um, did I see someone drinking a hams? You sure did. <laughs> you sure you definitely see. We'll see hams or a um, old style. Okay, definitely. I don't know what to do about the the future of it because it, it does keep growing and I'm hoping my only way to keep it here is to uh, like promote it less and less to where it keeps the the head count and the attendee count right at a certain like couple thousand because the only way you know about it is if you know about it you know and people talk yeah. about it and it's not really because there's like no websites completely like excuse me off the grid and I'll have like Someone who lives down the street will like message me on Facebook. Like, I lived down the street this whole time and I never knew this happened. And I'm so confused. Like, you do this in your backyard, and I'm just, and they're like, you know, a block away. 
So I'm like, yeah, like for the protection of myself, my neighbors, the city. And I kind of like the idea of it just like spontaneous kind of thing that just occurs and then it goes away. But it doesn't though because we have shows every month to promote the bands and the band mm-hmm. and to promote kind of DZ Fest and DZ Records. And we have the shows every month. We have the podcast every week. We have the video sessions. We record albums. Like anything with audio and video. You have so much going on. I, I love it. And, you know, as someone myself, uh, someone who loves the local music scene, mm-hmm. I just, this to me just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. This is, especially because it's not in city limits. Mm-hmm. I love that this is this really cool DIY thing happening on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. I think that's a needed, clearly it's a needed thing. Yeah, I don't, I always, uh, I found it interesting because I've gone to like a lot of DIY sh- shows in Chicago and they're really great, but they uh, because of a lot of obvious things, they don't last very long. You know, mm-hmm. they pop up and they go away. A lot of it started by college students, and then when they realize, to be blunt, there's no longevity in yeah. doing this unless you sell out, unless you become a grumpy old businessman who like has to be cutthroat and upset people. You you kind of have to stop. You're like, well, I'm 24 now. No, I'm not making any money. Mm-hmm. Might, I'm upsetting my neighbors. The cops keep giving me tickets. That person keeps throwing up in my bathtub. Drunk kids, like underage kids are not coming in here, and that's getting sketchy. So it yeah. ends, it ends. It's six months to a year, and it ends, and it just keeps ending. But this hasn't. And another thing I take very seriously, and I emphasize it to the main people who help out, is like, you know, this is going to sound really goofy, but like being sober. You yeah. kind of totally agree. You can't participate in anything. If you're going to be doing these events, because you have to make sure it happens, and if police do come, they respect and trust Absolutely. the sober home, you know, owner or renter way more than the belligerent jerk who's just like mouthing off to them and throwing up in the garbage can. I, that's you know, that's how you right. kind of get away with it. And same thing with the neighbors. You go and you you tell them beforehand. You talk to them, and you you know you mow the grass when they're out of town. You you do these types of things, and you you, you work with each other on it. And you can kind of get away with more you know for sure mm-hmm. we, we exist on a favor economy we really do it's a back, <laughs> back scratching world it sure is <laughs> so the studio in the basement you're mm-hmm. always working with bands mm-hmm. um who who the most recent band you worked with so this band i i'm working on a record with them we're almost done called the daisy heaves they're from chicago uh a band before them a couple weeks ago a record i did with this band called birth rates they're from pittsburgh pennsylvania that was a fun time um i have a Two video. I have a video session tomorrow with a band. Um, I forget where he's from. You know, there's a lot of bands like they're very vague, but they'll be like on tour mm-hmm. from like a small town outside of another small town, and you're just like they're from Kentucky. That's all I know. Right. Um, but it's really interesting because I'm always like, I love the fact that people communicate and pass out along the information just through like through like hanging out with your yeah. text. Because again, there's no website, very little information on DZ Records. So much so that people will message be like, hey, like, where is this place? Or, How much is, is the event? I'm so mm-hmm. confused. There's no information. And I'm like, well, and then I have to answer it. So it's kind of interesting. But um, I'm really excited for, for DZ Fest this year because there's more genres and, and, and more styles performing this year than we've ever had before. And, you know, there's like electronic bands, there's salsa bands, there's R&B, there's, there's punk rock, there's... There's experimental, there's indie rock, there's alternative rock, there's blues. It's just like, it's all over the place. There's so many different types of um, people from all different backgrounds. And I'm really excited for having more bands from surrounding states and cities. I think through. that's really cool, too. Yeah. That's super cool. All yeah. right, so who, who do you think the sleeper is? The sleeper? Mm-hmm. Like, 
for this year's event. Like a band you like sleep through? No, the the band that's going to just completely shock people. Like, oh, this, oh, that. <laughs> The One. band that's going to completely shock people. Well, that's a band that I have kind of going uh, last for uh, for a reason. Harvey Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one of my favorite bands, and a lot of my friends like them, but they're all like, "Are they are they big enough to headline?" And I'm like, I went to see them perform at Coles, you know, Coles in Chicago, in Logan Square, and I just randomly went to a show one day. They were playing, and it blew my mind. And I see a lot of bands. I meet a lot of bands, so it's something catches my attention I'm like okay this I've they've played they played last year but they played at like 3 p.m. or mm-hmm. 2 p.m. you know they played early they played a show here and every time they play I'm like man these people are great they're they captivate the crowd the crowd like sings their lyrics and moves awesome. to them which is not always common for like local stuff so I was like you know what like who cares if they're not well known like they have the they're very talented they're very organized like they're very fused band they their rhythm and the melody and uh, kind of j- jive together very well, and there's there's they're never off. There's never any uh, what's the word uh, glitches or off like no offness in like they their, just, their they, performance. They get up, they it's get tight. it done. Yeah. It's like it's like they're playing like in, at a stadium in front of like ten thousand people. You know, like that's how they perform, but they they're not doing that. And I just wasn't very impressed with them, and they're very nice people. And I was, I was like, yeah, so they're one that people kind of know, but I think they are totally deserving of where they're playing. And um, another really good band. That I'm excited for is Cordoba. They're kind of like an experimental jazz band, with like seven, at least seven members, maybe six. But they're not—they're not too big, but they're so talented. You—you you could tell, like, okay, they're definitely trained musicians. They're just so good. The singer, the saxophone player, the guitar player—they're phenomenal. I love a good horn, horn player. Yeah, sax. No, they're very good, but they're not—they're like very contemporary, like indie rock, experimental jazz, where they kind of mesh. Everything I like, yeah. So, all right. So, the the secret is kind of out, but it's still a secret. Uh, DZ <laughs> Fest uh, here in the far flung suburbs, uh, not not too far of a drive from Pepo's. No, no, it's three miles. Uh, my hands are are, are <laughs> greasy, slick. Yeah, uh-huh. greasy, yeah, greasy. But but they smell delicious. They they've got that kind of peppery, garlic, uh, salt, vinegar, yeah. oil. It, it works for me. It, it's, it's it's a fetching scent. Um, I, I'm going to obsess about the fact I mispronounced your name for the rest of the night, so please forgive me for that earlier transga- transgression. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so this podcast, oh wait, Howard Windmiller, uh, he himself, a, a local musician and also a club owner, uh, says, sounds cool. It is Howard Windmiller. Thank you for watching. Thanks, um, Howard. <laughs> no, no, not Mighty Blue Kingish. Uh, Peck Leeson wants to know about the band you were just talking about. I'm thinking more Tortoise than Mighty Blue Kings. The band you described, the kind of Indie jazzy. Oh, indie jazz. You know, like, I'm not quite sure who they might be selling. That's why I think they stand That's out. That's a good thing. They're kind of their yeah. own thing, you know. That's a really good thing. They, you want me to say when the fest is for anybody? Like I, I didn't know. I, like, I was afraid we gave too much information. It's in July. July 7th and 8th. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday and Sunday uh, from noon until about 1030. That's when the mm-hmm. last band is supposed to end, give or take. Um, it's all ages, although I recommend towards the evening. Sure. You know, Bring the young ones Peel out. Kill the kids off. Yeah. And yeah. Um, there's plenty of artwork here if you want to look at it or purchase it from people from all over the country. 40 bands, two stages, um, 20 each day. There's a merchandise table for bands that sell Great. their merchandise. We also sell some DZ Fest posters. And we just have a suggested donation at the door, whatever you want to donate because, you know. This is the coolest. And whatever you want to donate at the door. So, And then there's free water. 
so no one gets dehydrated. And there's porta potties if you can use the washroom. And this is the coolest. Uh, so again, the Facebook page would probably be the place to go. Yeah, you can. There's a Facebook event. You could find it on the DZ Records Facebook mm-hmm. page. Um, you can find it on the I believe on the DZ Fest Facebook page too. And again, it's July seventh and eighth from noon to we'll say eleven p.m.